Okay, welcome everybody to episode 27. It's one of our interview series, Puff interview series. It's been tough getting these interviews. You've been you've been doing God's work behind the scenes. A lot of coordination together. in the back. A lot of coordination in the back. A lot of side emails going on in my regular day, but it's been worth it. So today we're going to have uh, an interesting one because we have Mike Leibowitz, who is the coach of the Vaughn Rangers U11 single A team. And mm-hmm. if you would listen to the episodes before, we called them out a week ago or a week and a half ago at this point um, because their team at the time had won 11 games. And was ranked 34th in the province. Yes. And I questioned you. I said, Puff, we got to really look at these rankings. And again, it's my total naiveness and my lack of preparedness to really understand the, the ranking situation. But when I hear a team, you know, running up the numbers like that, but not necessarily moving <clears throat> Ted Reeve in 13th yeah. place, <laughs> i.e., um, you know, I question it. I don't really do the research on why I question it again. But uh, anyway, in that little clip we had, uh, they reached out to us. One of the, I believe one of the parents reached out to us, uh, and said, Hey, our coach would be interested in talking to you about the rankings and a little bit about the team. And, you know, and at this time now, I think they've won 14, if not by the time this airs even more 14 in a row. And, yeah. And it might be more. Yeah. So more. Yeah. Yeah. So a really great interview with Mike. So today we're going to, uh, learn a little bit about the Vaughn Rangers U11 organization and a little bit about coach Mike over there. So uh, with that, why don't we jump right into the interview? Okay, G fans, get ready for a slap shot conversation because today we got the one and only Mike Leibowitz, head honcho of the Vaughn Rangers U11A team. He's on the podcast, you asked, because last week we actually showed a clip of them winning 11 games in a row and in the rankings they stayed in 34th position. And I questioned Puffy about this and out of that, we got in touch with Mike, and now he's on to join us. And, and talking to Mike at the beginning here, he's at 14 in a row. So actually, will be interesting to hear where they sit in the rankings today. So today we're going to talk to Mike. We're going to scratch our heads about how he's in the 34th spot, even though they've had 14 wins in a row. And we'll be discussing the world of GTHL sports rankings and a little bit more about the Vaughn uh, U11 uh, team. So welcome, Mike, to the pod. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. This is yeah. a pretty incredible opportunity. Well, we appreciate you saying that. <laughs> exactly, hey, Mike. Only, the, only the best of the best. Come on. Best hey, you best. guys want to talk Vaughn Rangers? I mean, all, all day long, right? <laughs> exactly. So, Mike, what's been the biggest success story for you guys this so far this year, on and off the ice? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, coming into this season, uh, a little bit of a rebuild. So the the fellow who was coaching last season moved up to Double A, took two of our top players, one of our goalies departed. We brought in seven new players, which is which is pretty big. We weren't quite sure how it was all going to come together, culture wise, scoring wise, what it was going to look like through the season. And and I mean, it has exceeded all of our expectations pretty wildly at this point. We've taken down two tournaments, one in September at Richmond Hill. We took down the Vaughn Regional Silver Stick Tournament uh, back at the beginning of uh, December. we got another tournament coming up. We're just about to clinch the GTHL West. We're maybe about one win away. Um, so it, it's just been really incredible. You bring a group of kids together, um, you know, culturally teaching them about leadership, teaching them all about really important things off the ice. Uh, it's just been a, a great success for everybody. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear because um, 
knowing that you've it's hearing you talk about that you got seven new players you kind of had a rebuild team it sounds like and you've got a great winning streak and you're about to clinch that that really shows a lot of effort and uh you know time you guys have probably spent with the kids so can you tell us about the team camaraderie on and off the ice about a bit what you talked about maybe share a little bit of what you're doing and how you get them to interact with each other and really become teammates yeah for sure i think one of the things that we did early on uh, we made a decision, the coaching staff, to not give out any letters this year. New kids, old kids, you know, we kind of just set the tone uh, for everybody in the mix. And we, we we really spent a lot of time teaching them what leadership is about and what leaders are. And so, you know, in our dressing room, leaders don't need letters. Leaders lead by their behavior. Um, and again, things that we consider really important, uh, making each other better not just, you know, the centers on the line or the wingers or the defense, but everybody pulling for each other. And you start to get that real feeling of a family, you know, Von Rangers, we talk about um, our team as a family, not just the parents and the kids, but everybody together in the room. And it's just a, it's just a pretty incredible uh, team that we've got. So your team was able to win the Von Silver stick tourney in December. You beat Lee side uh, flames in the final what strategies did you guys use in the Silver Stick tournament, especially against Lee Side in the final? That 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 final game, and I mean, kudos, you know, Lee Side. Lee Side is a very good team. I know we'll talk about rankings uh, in a little bit. They're sitting first in the East. That particular game, um, as it turns, we were down three-one in the third period, and you know, hockey's just a funny game. It's times where you think that the game is over and you see it in youth hockey, kids stop skating, shoulders start shrugging. You know, it's like, Hey, we lost this game. Uh, goal goes in, another goal goes in, another goal goes in it's four to three all of a sudden. And we're standing there like, what the heck just happened? Parents are jumping up and down. I mean, it was just, it, it was like, you see it in, in movies. You don't believe that these things actually happen. That's not to say that we played a bad hockey game, but Lee side came out. I mean, they were just all over us in the first period. We, we weathered the storm and, you know, late game kids just turn it on. And next thing you know, we're walking out with all sorts of medals and awards. I mean, these types of things are pretty awesome. Uh, and, you know, for me, when I get to lift that up and, you know, be there with my son and all the other kids, it's just, it's just incredible. It was just such a, uh, a magic kind of day. That's awesome. Now you guys have had a lot of success this year, um, but you did. Uh, so when you won that silver stick, you advanced to the silver stick finals in Port Huron and you faced much stiffer competition, uh, yeah. including the third ranked team in Ontario, the bell river Canadians. Uh, what were the significant challenges that your team encountered during that tournament? And, and how did you guys fare against those top teams? Yeah, you know, we, we we definitely came back a better team. Now, I can say that today. We went we went 0-4 down there. The first day we played two very strong teams. The Bell River team, great team, great players. Uh, we lost that game 5-2. It was the first game that we showed up. I think a lot of the kids were nervous. They felt the pressure uh, at an 8 a.m. game. Later that afternoon, we played a team out of Wyoming, uh, I, I think that they were a tournament team, the Wyoming Pronghorns. They had a couple kids on that team that were just lights out. I mean, one kid that just had the Bedard toe drag release like all day long, this kid. Um, <laughs> you know, kudos to them. Like they were a super strong team. The next day we, we lost both games. Uh, I think that they were U.S. double A teams. Um, both those games we lost by a goal. They were tight games. We could have won. Those were the types of games that we really want to go down and compete didn't go our way, win or loss, but, you know, we were, we were right in the mix of those games. 
Um, so o- overall, you know, competition, you're at a tournament where every team that's there won their tournaments to get there. So there are no bad teams. <laughs> um, they're just better and, and even, you know, crazier teams than, than you thought were possible at your age and at your division. So it was a great experience. I think the kids took a lot away. We came back stronger. We're playing better hockey now. We know, you know, while we're at the top of, of the of the hill in the in the GTHL West, you know, everyone's looking up at us. We also recognize that there's teams out there that are significantly better than us provincially and obviously, you know, North America as well. Uh, that's awesome. That's cool. Bell River, where is Bell River? Do you guys know where that is? I don't, I've never heard of that team, Puff, or yeah. Mike, do you know where it is? They're, they're, they're down like Windsor area. Windsor area is where yeah. that River is. Okay. Yeah. And they got to play a team from Wyoming. Wyoming is a state that I really want to go to, actually. That's like on my hot list because <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, um, before I go into the next question, I, I do want to pause here. And actually, Puffy, I want to ask you some questions about the rankings. So let's come back to how Mike even got on the podcast here with, yeah. uh, at the time, it was 11 in a row. Coming into the meeting here today, I find out it's 14 in a row. They've had a tournament. They've had success in that tournament. Those get counted. And we're 34th. Last week, we were 34th. Okay, so that means there's 33 teams across Ontario that I guess have more, you know, more wins or more points on those wins or how are can puffy yeah. i'm going to address it to you first like is there some change this week on this team that you can share with us already on this podcast or uh maybe we can explain how you end up in 34th with that many wins or that many wins in a row well the biggest thing is um obviously who you play matters and so the more tournaments you can get into so these guys playing in in two silver sticks and the, against the quality of competition they faced would certainly help the ranking. Even even losing to a team like Bell River, if you could keep it close, it's going to bring you up. Um, but goal differential is is a huge factor in um, in how these teams get ranked, and it's uh, it's sort of a bit of a crappy way because if teams that are playing weaker teams and they run up the score, now it's a max seven. I think actually at the U eleven age, it's only a max of um five you can win by but uh um that's that's a big a big a big uh cause of it now you guys seem to have a pretty decent goals again differential but in a weaker uh division it's hard to really run up the rankings too high okay all right mike what do you think of that any other input on the rankings because i know you were following along there too yeah i i mean I think overall, and like due respect to, I mean, I think it was a father and son that started the site and, you know, kind of took on a life of its own. You know, I think it's cool and probably, you know, the, the further that you stand away from the screen, the more sense that it might make. And as you get kind of closer to it, the less sense it would make. And there's things that, I mean, by no means is it, is it a perfect system. You know, w- when I look at it, I don't think about the ranking of my team. I, I think more, Hey, if I'm going to a tournament like we're going this weekend, at least it gives me some sort of guidepost of like, this is going to be a crazy good team, a team in or around our strength or somebody weaker than us. Um, so I, I, I use it more from, from that perspective. Right. Of course, you know, I think that we should be higher on the list. Uh, there's teams that are, you know, a couple places higher than us that have like 20 losses. It's like, uh, okay, there's something in the algorithm that doesn't quite make sense. I get the the, yeah. the gold difference. We're actually like eighth or ninth uh, if you sort it by gold difference. Our relative schedule mm-hmm. is weak, 
or weaker than all the higher ranked teams. And in GTHL West, there are some weaker teams that are way down at the bottom. So I guess the relativity of that starts to make sense. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to admit here. I'm really shallow and I get my updates once a week from Puffy on this podcast. And so <laughs> to me, it's just like, you know, if you're in first or third or fifth, and I look at it in a very simple way, but I get it. I know there's a lot more complexity to the rankings and, you know, kudos to the site and the people that started. It's what we use to like spark this podcast and have conversations around, but it is interesting. We do get a lot of commentary around it and people telling us on how to read it and how to look at it and stuff. But I'll be the first to admit I'm a little shallow when it comes to it. And I just like, and our team sits but, in 13th place and no matter what, we don't seem to move. So, you know, I always joke with Puffy about that. I got a question for both of you guys. How did you guys, like, does your parent groups pay much attention to the rankings or is it not really a thing for you guys? Uh, yeah. Like I, w- I would say with the Rangers, it's, it's not really something that's too much of a focus. In fact, when we shared it with some of them, I, uh, I mean, we, we actually left the tournament and we joined a different tournament because they were using the ranking systems and I'm not, I'm not knocking them how they used it, but they, they recategorized us into a double A division without asking us. And I said, I mean, maybe that's okay. Maybe not, but the teams that we're playing are, are ranked higher than us. And as soon as you leave like your group of scoring, so here we're in the 2013 a division for Ontario, but as soon as you leave your yeah. group, the relatively complete, the relativity completely goes out the window. That particular tournament organizer um, got pretty heated that I was asking those types of questions as though this was some sort of like hockey Bible or, or something. It's like, it's just a yeah. website, like a pool and all, but uh, you know, he got really kind of wound up about it. Um, so we parted ways and found a different tournament for our team to play in, which interestingly enough, the teams that we're playing against are all in or around our relative ranking. So it's like, that's perfect. Yeah. Let's go have a competitive weekend, whether we win or lose, like let's go play teams that are, are of equal caliber, at least seemingly of equal caliber, as right. opposed to guessing who we're playing from the U S double a teams. Like, Got that it. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. On our team, I would say, we're like low key. We pretend we don't care about it, but then we always yeah, know the answer. You know what I mean? We're always like, yeah, I don't know. We're 13th, you know, like we know the answer, <laughs> yeah. but like, I'm definitely not in the group of parents that like know everything as you know, puffy, you know, like I'm like sort of high level 30,000 foot views of it. I get, yeah. my, I get my news from you on here, um, yes. but there are, definitely i think some you know we're probably a 50 50 it's not overly competitive in terms of like we like look at it religiously on our team but like there's definitely groups that like keep up to date and know it and and so even some of the kids and i think they just like looking at stats of like something they're controlling yeah. you know what i mean for sure so yeah so mike coming back to this now you know uh having such a successful team with this year like, can you give us a little insight or the people in a little bit of insight around the training routine and how does that training, you know, you talked a bit about off the ice, like what specifically maybe you're doing that's contributing to your success? Um, yeah, I mean, one one thing that we we really believe in in the team, and I know, you know, there's GTHL guidelines and all of that, but, you know, due respect to GTHL and the guidelines, like for us, you know, part of, part of what's important to us is that all of our players play, you know, every kid on the team can play hockey. Like we don't have a weak spot on the team. It makes it, really hard to match up against us. Like you can come watch our team 
you know, come watch four different games and tell me who the best kid is on my team. Like it's one of those teams. We'll, we'll just keep coming at you. Like, doesn't matter which line we start. So we're constantly starting. We shift all of our lines in terms of starting. We don't have a power play line. We don't have a penalty kill line. Like all the kids get out there and, and do it. And so we, we implement that in practice, right? So it's not like we're focusing on one or two. I mean, centers, we do a lot of work on face-off draws. We probably win 80, 90% of the draws we take because I don't think teams and coaches actually practice that sort of stuff. Um, so, okay. you know, we're, we're, we're breaking up, uh, you know, defense is, is working on defense, ozone, you know, F1, F2, F3. we got some pretty advanced stuff that, that we're starting to get in at this point of the season with the kids. Um, so it's really good. And the coaches that we have on staff all played high level hockey. So it's, it's kind of cool, like being a leader and, you know, great leaders bring people that are better, smarter, you know, whatever it is, wherever you are in life. And so we have a really good mix. Uh, other fathers that are, that are in the mix that played high level hockey. We have one father who does a tremendous amount of work with our goalies, like every single practice, both of our goalies have like an on ice trainer with them. Um, so it's pretty active. We use pro star. Uh, if you're familiar with pro star hockey, like they, we get a trainer in who, pushes the kids pretty hard on, you know, yeah. skills, not just skating, but you know, puck work, stick work. Right. Um, so we, we focus that way. So a lot of skills, but you know, at the, at the same time, at this age, like we focus on team strategy, team tactics, which, you know, hockey Canada is like, wait till they're 14 or 15. It's like, no, no, these, these kids can play like a team. And, and, and if you come watch a game more often than not, you know, some nights where we could be asleep, <laughs> right. uh, but more often than not, you see a, a good team hockey moving the puck and moving around. So, those are the things that we focus on in, in practice. Good. Yeah. 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 No, that sounds really good. And you messed up my next question, which was single out the best player on your team. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, they all, you said they all were. So like, if they, they're listening, you're had, all number one. I had multiple tonight at practice. They're like, good. are you on the podcast? When's the podcast? <laughs> you know, my, my own son's like, are you going to talk about me on the podcast? I'm like, yeah. I'm not that interested. Yeah. But now I just, so now I got him. I got his Now you got him. him. Now you got him. I got the plug for him in there. That's but. awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's what's, what really is so cool because most hockey teams is like, you put the C on the kid, yeah. go watch the team, whoever has the C it's like, Hey, there's the best player. Like everyone get on that yeah. kid. Like, right. It's going to take you a while to find that kid. And you know what? A night, a night later, it's going to be someone else that's going off. Um, every single kid on our team, every player has scored multiple goals, like including exhibition and tournaments. We put the puck in the net, like. 200 and something times wow. every kid, you know, there's multiple kids that are getting hat tricks. Uh, I got a defenseman who pulled a Michigan in a tournament game. Like just a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, that's it's, like the new cherry on the top. It feels like that's like, you know, the doing a Michigan. Yeah. And you know, like we, we, we try to keep the kids at least relatively like Sellies. I mean, Sellies are a big deal, even up in the NHL, but, you know, we try to keep them a little as respectful as possible, but like, shoot, the kid pulls a Selly in a tournament in a, a Michigan in a tournament yeah, game. It's yeah. like, everybody's Selly. Like, <laughs> yeah, you let that everyone, one go. Everyone's getting fries after the game. That's like the everyone, little league home run where everyone runs on the field. The yeah, first yeah, time yeah. it goes over the fence, everyone's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as we come into the end of the season, I guess now in the back half, what are the team's goals for the end of the season, considering your recent success here? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, as, uh, as you expect, I think it happens with, at all levels of hockey. Like as you get later in the season, gearing up towards playoff, all the other teams have gotten better. And, you know, one of our concerns midway through the year is like, are we getting as good as we could be? Have we, have we reached our peak and we keep seeing every two weeks, like another jump 
in, in where we are. And so that's exciting to see that there's still continued growth and improvement. The other teams in our, in our, um, in our, in, in the West, you know, uh, they're all gear, they're all gunning for us. Uh, they all want to beat us. Like every single kid, we tell them that before every single game, like we're the Vaughn Rangers, the kids in the other room want to take us out. There's nothing that would make them happier than to beat our team. And usually we finish that by saying that's not happening tonight. They can, yes. they can keep, they can keep their dream alive for another day. And so as we gear towards playoffs, like we're about to, we're about to lock down the the West division, the pro-life pro hockey or the pro-life cup, uh, which is, which is super awesome. We want to march into the playoffs. Nice. The team was in the city finals last year, uh, went 0 and 2 against a, a really good forest Hill team. Um, you know, obviously we, we want to get back goal number one, and then we want to finish the job as goal number two. So, nice. uh, we have our sights, you know, set on that. We talk about it as a team. Um, kids know what we're trying to do. Again, we have one more tournament, so it'd be super cool to get a hat trick worth of tournaments this year, you know, close down the West and see if we can, uh, see if we can finish the job in the city finals. Um, awesome. I, but so with the successful single A team, there's always a chance you're going to lose uh, players to double A or even triple A if they really uh, make a big push. Um, how do you keep uh, your team focused on finishing out this season as strong as possible uh, when all that kind of stuff is happening on behind the scenes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, like I, I tell every parent and I'm as transparent. I mean, maybe it, it works against me at times, but everybody has to make the right decision for their player, for their family. There's no hard feelings. Like, Hey, if, if your son or daughter, there's three girls on my team, um, which is the most, I think maybe in the GTHL, but certainly in the, in the U 11, there's a couple of good girls and the ones on my team are, are lights out. Uh, but so boys or girls, wherever, wherever they're destined to go, if it's the double A AA or triple A or play up a year, I mean, they, they always get my full support if it makes sense for them to do it on the flip side, I think I said it a few minutes ago, but we're the first place Vaughn Rangers. And I'm sure you would believe that there are many emails and many phone calls and text messages that are already coming my way of all sorts sure. of talent. So you know, my, my, my goal and, and with the staff, our goal has been just create an environment where nobody wants to leave, create a winning environment, make it great here. If people make a decision that they want to go somewhere else, no hard feelings. There's, there's a pretty long line <laughs> that's starting to form at, at my door. So we'll see, we'll see where things go. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic and positive that majority of this team will be back in place next year and, if uh, if we bring anybody else in, whatever happens, like some fantastic yeah. talents at all levels that, that want to come play for our team. Yeah, that is an outcome of being such a strong team as you end up having um, sort of a whole bunch of people wanting to either join the team or then really sort of serious conversation about staying on the team or going to double a. So it is an interesting position to be in, especially at the U11 age group where, you know, they're you know, thinking about the next few years and what they want to do, if they want to go up and, and then also other, you know, kids and parents not happy where they are or not satisfied or whatever it is trying to get to your team. So I totally know what you're talking about. Uh, Cause I've seen it specifically on, um, you know, Sean and Tanya's team that they have, they, they always, you know, seem to have a similar situation like that too. Um, so with that, when you're managing parents, you know, as a coach, I've never been a coach, Mike, just full, full transparency. I know I would never be a great coach. So I know my role here. Not true. GCAT, you're a of, communicator. I'm a communicator. I'm a storyteller, but um, 
how do the parents contribute to this team's success? You know, you have a bunch of parents, you have to manage on top of the kids. And why don't you tell us about that overall atmosphere on the team? Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as important as the skill is and, and the, the character of, of the individual player that we bring in, you know, the families are equally important. Uh, I have a great picture from when we were in Sarnia uh, after our fourth game, you know, in the hotel, we were just, pizzas were just out. Like every single parent was there. The kids were there. It's kind of unique, right? Every, everyone is, is really enjoying each other's company. As I mentioned, like the staff, the assistant coach, yeah, the assistant coaches, uh, the trainer, our manager, like we're all parents on the team. So you got five right there um, that are, <laughs> you know, it's already a good, a good percentage plus our goalie trainer. So you got like six that are, that are already in the mix. Uh, one of our mothers, I have to give her a shout out because she also helps us keep winning, which, um, you know, she does all of our socials for us. And nice. holy smokes, she's won us uh, Chick-fil-A. She's won us like a crazy amount of coffee from Tim Hortons, <laughs> let alone all the highlight reels and everything right. that she puts up. So, I mean, you know, kudos to her. I'm probably forgetting. She can help us out. We'll do, we'll, we'll do a post and she can help us out. <laughs> well, we need some help on the socials. The, so, sure. the, social, the socials are amazing. The, kid, the kids absolutely love the socials. But yeah, you know, like just, just the overall staff, uh, super high quality people, everyone that really cares, all the parents that are in the mix really care both about their kids and the whole team. So it's, it's a really nice feeling, a nice atmosphere. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's politics that I don't, I don't get involved with here or there, but if, if they exist on our team, it's pretty minimal. Like it, it, it's, it's a pretty, it's a really good group. We're really lucky uh, with the families that we have in the mix. And I'm not just saying that because I know they're all going to be watching this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can tell That's because great. you know what you never, you never hear. You never hear people say, I got a really good pitcher in Sarnia. So the fact that you said that <laughs> means you have a good team and you have a good group of parents because, you know, not to diss Sarnia too much, but, you know, there's not a hell of a lot of great pitchers there. No, 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 <laughs> not, not, not a lot down there. No. <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, you know, if you've listened to our show before, you know we always ask our guests one final question, which is, do you have a pump-up song? Or do you have a song that your team really rallies behind? And so um, with you, with the Vaughn Rangers, is there a pump-up song you put on for the team, or is there a song that necessarily What's going to be playing if you guys get that next championship? That's so, it. What is oof, it? Oof, I should have better prepared. So at our, at our, home, ga- at our home games, uh, we announced the team with Enter Sandman which is like, it's just so classic. Like it's hard not to get pumped up to that song. Uh, There's a few, there's a few that go around the dressing room and they're they're still pretty young. So we got to make sure that we, we have the the clean versions of whatever's being played. Lots of ACDC, lots of kind of classic rock that goes on. Uh, A lot of the the traditional anthems, I think they like all that. Um, And then there's probably some that I don't even know what's being played. Uh, But great question, if we win, Geez, I don't know. You put me on the spot. Um, I shouldn't have come back to answer that question. I don't know. I got to think about that. Invite me on again, okay. so all the kids can uh, come back. But when it happens, have your social tag us, and we'll make sure we catch it on there. When you yeah, do catch this, the so. tune, whatever tune you guys got going. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, at that point, it would be hard not to be playing. We are the champions, uh, right? Little Classic. Queen, which I think made it into our dressing room, the, the Richmond Hill tournament that we won, um, and. Nice. 
And at that, and when we did win a couple, a couple of the players, I think it was like three of the girls, all the girls were like, can we pour the water on you? I was like, sure. <laughs> it was just like raining. It was like the Gatorade, the Gatorade that you see at Super Bowl. It was just raining all over me. So, you know, we'll, awesome. we'll definitely have fun if we could pull off the cities. That's for sure. Awesome. Okay, well, Mike, that's uh, that's what we got for you. We really appreciate you coming on. We really appreciate hearing all about the Vaughn Rangers. Good luck for the rest of the season, Thank um, and thanks for making the time to join us on to the rink. And uh, yeah, we're we're cheering for you. So we'll be watching. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah, hopefully, that. we'll thanks. see you at Scotia Bank Pond. I guess we'll see you at the Scotia Pond at the end of the year. Yeah, you, you will indeed. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, Thank you. That was a great interview. Mike was great. Terrific guy. The good. thing I took yeah. away from that is a bit of a swagger about the Vaughn Rangers organization. Yeah. yeah. You know, they definitely, uh, if you look through uh-huh. a lot of the age groups and divisions, they tend mm-hmm. to be near the top and yes. most teams are gunning for them. I know at, at uh, both Barrett and Austin's age, they have strong teams. Um, yeah. Uh, and Everyone is sort of gunning for the the Von Rangers. The Von it Rangers. is a real thing. So um, yeah, they do a great well, job. They obviously great hire job. great coaches and and they have you great families it. and kids. And that's why, I mean, yeah, you can see it for yeah. sure. He's a great coach. You can tell. You can just tell he's confident. Yeah. He's got a swagger, which I like. You know, you have to appreciate it. Like it's a, like a really nice. You know, and he's like all about his team. Even though uh, he called every one of his players his best players, that was a bit of a no. Just kidding. But he but uh, he was. If you look at these top teams, that is really usually what separates. It's not it is, always your yeah. best players. It's no, sometimes right. it's the bottom of your roster. If it's strong, you're you've got you're a, a very tough team to beat, and you can see that's it, what they have going for them. Right, and it's more than likely a reflection too of what they're putting. You know, the 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 team that they're building there in terms of uh, the camaraderie and the you know the on and off the ice stuff that he talked about. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. kudos to Coach Mike and the team, and we really appreciate him coming on. That was a Really good. And his pump up song, you know, as has been the trend for guys like us was like, you know, nineties rock or eighties rock, 100%. you know, that was enter Sandman, you know, great song. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. But, uh, Can't beat it. So yeah, we'll see where they end up at the end of this, uh, end of the season, but yeah, we're cheering for the Rangers. So go Rangers. If you're listening, uh, all the best to you guys this year, we really appreciate it. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you how you end up at the end of the season. Yep. If, if we're yeah. doing our live pod, hopefully at Scotia Bank, she's uh, got to invite us. The championship. G we has need to go. Fund, we need to go up. fund me for the G to invite us. We need the G to recognize to the rink at this point. No. Yes, it's time. Yeah. Maybe the G should invite us to that lobby. You know, like do a live pod from the Scotia Pond uh, lobby. That would be. Yeah. That's like pinnacle G right there. That's when we'll know we made it. Yeah. If you're outside of. Uh, the two places I've noticed where they like you can tell you've made it is the, you're either at the York, is it York University Canlan seems to Can-Lan, host a York, lot of yeah. things, and then yeah. or the Scotia Pond like that you're into something if you're there one of those two spots. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Barrett's team's been in the city finals the last um, two years, and yeah. it's awesome when you're showing up at Scotia Pond for a big game and it's sunny out and yeah it's uh, it's great agreed great spot yeah. to be. So there you go. So anyway, nice new episode. Thanks, Mike, for joining the pod. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. If you could uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, you can see us on YouTube or listen on Spotify or Apple or all platforms. We really appreciate it. Leave a review. Stoff, thanks so much for doing the pod with us. Mike, thanks again for joining us. Puff, anything else for the week? 
Uh, not much. It's just playoff crunch is coming. So everyone start getting those W's. You need those points. There it is. Every position okay. matters. Awesome. All right. Even parents, supportive parents. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks.